Letting things go. It's arguably the most important and one of the most difficult things for humans to do. We become attached to ideas, expectations, people, places, things. And to let it go can seem very difficult. Perhaps we've been met with trauma or people have treated us poorly. How do we just let it go? All of these things, when we hold on to them, they are taking up space in our lives that we could be using for bigger, better things. That's why it's so important to let it go. And yet, so many people struggle to let things go. That is what we're talking about in today's episode. My three-step process for letting things go with more ease. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Candace James, and I've spent the last decade traveling the world, building a business, and most recently, writing a book. All while learning and teaching the secrets to rewiring the brain so that you can stop living in your head with overthinking, worry, anxiety, fear, self-doubt, and guilt. And finally, create the peace of mind you need to live the life you've been dreaming of. Because I'll let you in on a little secret. Your own thoughts are the only things getting in your way. You're listening to the Get Out of Your Head and Into Your Life podcast. Welcome back to the Get Out of Your Head and Into Your Life podcast with me, Candace James. Today, we are talking about letting go, letting go with more ease. Letting go is probably one of the hardest things that we have to do as humans. And I have been using for many years, about a decade now, a three-step process that helps me let go with greater ease. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. Before we do that, I want to have a little conversation about letting go. What is letting it go? What do we have to let go of? Why do we have to let go? <laughs> and, and the triggering effects of the phrase, just let it go. For a lot of people, perhaps you've heard this many times. Just let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go. Yeah. Okay, great. That's like telling someone who is in the middle of a panic attack, just relax. You'll be fine. You'll just, just relax. Right? Or someone who just found out heartbreaking news and they're crying and you're like, don't cry. You'll be fine. Okay, great. Thank you. Thanks for your tips there, bud. Uh, but this is what's happening right now. This is how I feel. This is what's going on. And so saying to someone, as, as great intentioned as it may be, just let it go, is a lot more difficult than sometimes we expect it to be. And so today, we're going to go over again, like I said, my three-step process. But also, I want to talk a little bit about why letting go is so difficult. And what are we learning to let go from? 
So inside my book, Get Out of Your Head and Into Your Life, like the title, (laughs) I actually have an entire chapter called Accepting Change and Letting Go. And I think that this is what, this is the key thing, right? Is that it's the accepting of what is, accepting that when we let go, things will change, right? So first we have to accept what is happening. Then we have to accept that when we choose to let go, everything's going to change. So we have to get okay with accepting both of those things, and then we can let go. And it's like, yeah, okay, so, you know, I think one of the biggest things that actually holds us back is this fear of change. Because when you think about what you're afraid to let go of, like, well, this person hurt me and it hurt, okay, let it go. Yeah, but then, you know, there's always this fear. Well, if I let it go, then maybe maybe I won't remember and then someone's going to do it to me again. Well, chances are pretty slim of that. You're letting it go. You're not erasing it from your memory, right? But we start to see this change. And a lot of people will identify with the way that they're being now based on something that happened in the past. And so if they actually let go of that and truly, truly let it go then who will I be after that? Who will the new version of me be? And that can feel terrifying. And I go over this in a lot more detail inside my book, like I said, inside that chapter. But, you know, just a little brief synopsis is there are so many things that we create attachment to. And I go into each one in detail inside the book, but I'm just going to go over them really quickly here. Okay. Uh, Attachment. We have attachment to things, 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 things. We have an attachment. We live in a material world, right? We get attached to things. We, you know, that show hoarders, right? There's so many things they, they don't want to get rid of them because Oh, but then it reminds me of this or, you know, there's all these different reasons we don't want to get rid of things. So we have an attachment to things. Okay. Then we have an attachment to people. And this is a huge one, right? You know that you're in a toxic relationship. You know that this isn't going anywhere for you. You know that it should end. You know. And yet the fear of what life looks like without that person, that attachment to that person becomes overpowering. And so we stay. We attach to meaning. We attach meaning to things. We attach, and now this is the biggest one, ideas and beliefs and attachment to expectations. So when you think about what it means to let go of something. It means to recognize that this thing that is in your life, whether it was a circumstance brought on to you by someone else, or whether it was something that you chose, or whether it was a random object, or whatever it was, at one point it was a part of your life. And what you're saying now is it's time to let that go. It will no longer be here. And so what happens is we start to get freaked out about what is that next step. 
But what we're doing by not letting go is we are actually taking up space. Sorry, my cat just broke into the room here. Is we are taking up space within us for, you know, without being able to create space for things that are actually lighting us up. Just because something served us at one point doesn't mean it's going to serve us forever. And particularly when things never served us, like someone was not nice to you or you had a bad experience. When we experience these things and we allow them to come along with us as we move forward, we're allowing those things to take up very valuable time, energy, and space. And so, of course, you know, there are people who have suffered severe trauma and we're not really talking about severe trauma here. Just let it go. <laughs> Just let it go. You know, um, although, you know, there is an element of that, but, but people who have suffered severe trauma are going to potentially have post-traumatic stress disorder or, or such things, right? So there are different ways to treat that. What I'm talking about here is our regular day-to-day -day occurrences of what we experience. And some of those can actually be fairly traumatic. I had a life or death, uh, near death, I guess I should call it, a near death experience when I was living in Thailand that if you listen to episode seven, I think it is about my anxiety journey, that triggered anxiety. So it was a form of PTSD that I was experiencing because of this, this uh, near death experience. And so I started bringing that around with me everywhere. <laughs> and when I was bringing it around with me everywhere, I was only focused on that and I wasn't allowing new things to come in because I was too caught up in that. And then there's other things, right? There's like that pillow that you've had since you were two years old and you don't want to get rid of it because, oh my gosh, my Nana gave it to me and I loved it when I was two, but it doesn't really go with my decor and actually it's taking up a lot of space and I don't really want it, but I just don't really want to get rid of it because the memories and this and that, right? Then there's the expectations. And I think this is the biggest one when it comes to blocking us from getting where we want to go in life is that we attach to expectations or ideas or beliefs, right? So for example, you get in a relationship with someone. And things start off going really well and you start to imagine the future with this person. And maybe you begin to create that future with each other. You know, maybe this goes on for six months, maybe it goes on for 10 years. But you have these expectations in your mind of what life is going to be like with this person and what you expect out of this life with this person. You're gonna have the kids, you're gonna have the house, the white picket fence, you're gonna have all these things. And then as life goes on and things get in the way, perhaps, you're not receiving those things anymore. And perhaps you've now decided that you want to go down this path and they don't want to go down that path. In fact, they want to go down this other path. And so now you guys are stuck in this crossroads of one of us has to give up our dreams or we have to break up. Or somebody did something to, you know, dishonor the trust and now you feel like you can't move forward. Right? So all of a sudden, you have these expectations of life and now they're crumbling in front of you. Maybe something like that does happen, something sudden, right? Where all of a sudden you just feel you can't trust them anymore. 
all those dreams, those ideas, those expectations that you had for what this was going to be now start to crumble. And that's what we're scared of letting go of. The idea of what could be. Not what is. And this is often it will be in a relationship or will be in a situation, a job. This is so true for jobs too. We, we are in this job and, and we, at first we love it and it's great and, and, you know, it's paying the bills and it's doing the things, but we actually fall into this place where we don't actually enjoy going there every day. We're living for the weekends. We don't love it. It's just a form of money. It's starting to annoy us. It's causing us a lot of stress. And yet we just stay, 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 stay because our expectation was we got the job we wanted. We got the career. We got the money. We got all the things. Oh my gosh, we're doing everything we're supposed to. And now I'm going to be happy. And then maybe you're not happy. And so we, you know, these are big life level things and they can also be small level things. I'm going to go to this restaurant tonight and order my favorite potato salad. And then you get there and you're all excited and you've been thinking about it for weeks and you get there and they're out of potato salad. They don't have the potato salad. And you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they don't have the potato salad. You know, and you're saying to whoever you went there with, you're like, I've been thinking about this all week. Oh, well, now if they don't have the potato salad, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just don't know what I'm going to do, you know, because like I was just, that's what I was coming here to get. And then they're like, well, why don't you have blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I don't want that. I came here for the potato salad. Okay, let it go. <laughs> right? We, that can come in there too, right? So we have such extremes on the scale. It can be anything from, you know, you're about to get a divorce and everything like that starts to crumble around you. You lose your job, you're fired, something like that. And it can also be that your favorite restaurant ran out of the potato salad or your favorite bakery doesn't have that scone that you really like, or you wanted to buy a pair of shoes and you don't have it right? Maybe you go into a store and the clerk is rude to you and the clerk says something nasty and you're like, oh, my feelings, my feelings were hurt. And then you're like, oh, you know, 10 minutes later, you're saying to whoever you're with, oh my gosh, can you believe that? That person was so rude. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh, right? At this point now, the situation has passed and you're still focused on how they hurt you. There's nothing you can do about it. The situation has already passed. And yet here you are going, can you believe that? Can you believe that? How terrible. And then you go home and you see someone you know and you're like, guess what happened to me today? This person said this. And what happens? All those emotions arise back within you. It's like you're reliving that situation all over again. And so this is a perfect example of when we really need to let this go because you are now creating this self-made prison for yourself. Because you can't let it go. You're reliving it. You're reliving it. You're reliving it. And just like if we're breaking up with someone that we didn't want to be breaking up with, but now it's happening, we're reliving the expectations in our head about what we thought was going to happen. Right? Usually when you hear someone who's breaking up, but I thought it was going to last forever. But I thought we were going to do this. But I thought we were blah, blah, blah. Right? You're running a business. You launch a big new project and you're super excited about it and you launch and it's crickets and you're not upset as much that you didn't make any money, but you're like, Oh my gosh, I thought I was going to be amazing. I thought I was going to have 25 people. I thought this, I thought that 
we are so attached to these ideas of what it was supposed to be like or what we feel we deserve or what we feel should happen that if it doesn't look exactly like that, then we become, like I said, we build this own, this prison for ourselves by reliving it, reliving it, reliving it. And so when things happen in life that we don't have control over, like that potato salad isn't there, that person is breaking up with us, our life, something isn't going in the direction that we want, our business wasn't as successful as we expected in that moment, then you have to ask yourself a question. Is there anything I can do to change this right now? Yes or no? It's a simple question. Yes, no. Get to the restaurant, there's no potato salad. Is there something I can do to change this? I don't know, let's ask the chef. Is there any way we can get the potato salad? No, absolutely, we have zero potatoes. Okay, no. No, I cannot change this. Okay, obviously, if the answer is yes, and the chef is like, well, actually, I can make you your favorite potato salad if you just give me 10 minutes while I go to the store, I'll be like, sure, yeah, I'll wait. Or maybe he's like, yeah, but you have to give me 10 minutes while I go to the store, and you're like, I don't have time for that. Okay, so then the answer is no. In this moment, there's nothing you can do to change the situation. In this moment, can you do anything to change the fact that you got zero sales on your latest business launch? No, already happened. In this moment, is there anything you can do to change the fact that your partner lied to you and you feel betrayed? No, that happened. So now, once we realize that this situation is here to stay, this is when we need to let go. And sometimes, you know, you'll be doing these exercises on things that happened 10 years ago because you realize that you're still holding on to them. And that's okay. That's wonderful. And you can also learn to do it in the moment. And so here we have this situation where we find ourselves in a situation that we perceive as negative, as something we don't like. We don't like being in this situation. It doesn't feel awesome. We're like, if I could change it, I would. And so we must ask ourselves if there is anything that we can do to change it. And if the answer is no, then we apply this three-step process that I have been using for over a decade called Acknowledge, Accept, Release. So when we're met with what we perceive as a negative life situation, the first thing we must do is ask ourselves if we can do anything to change it. And if the answer is no, then we apply this three-step process. Step one, acknowledge that there is something in your life situation that you're not pleased about. It's there, it's real, it's happening, and it can't be changed by your actions or words. That's it. Acknowledge it. Know that. Number two, accept it as if you'd chosen it. There's a saying by Eckhart Tolle that says, if there's nothing that you can do to change the situation that you're in, you must accept it as if you'd chosen it. Which means you must just act as if you'd chosen it. There's no really other way to say that, right? And I do go deeper into it into the book, but it's really about, you know, so this is what's happening, is it? Okay, let's go. I wanted potato salad. They don't have potato salad. 
Now I'm going to go through the rest of the dinner as if I didn't really want the potato salad anyways, that I wanted X, Y, or Z, or that I wanted to go to a different restaurant after all, right? You must go through this as if you'd chosen it. Perhaps you say to yourself, you know what? I choose not to have potato salad anyways. (laughs) You know what? I choose to get a new job anyways, right? How can we accept this as if we'd chosen it? And step three, release your attachment to it being any other way. You must let go of those expectations or ideas of how it could have, should have, or would have gone. When we are talking about could have, should have, would have, these are things that obviously did not happen. And so we're putting all of our attention and our energy on these things that did not happen. And so we need to just, just like, there's no other way to say it. Just stop. (laughs) Just stop. Putting all of your energy on the shoulda, coulda, woulda. They should have been nicer to me. They should not have done that. I wish they would have done this. Great. Is there any way to make that happen right now? Yes. Okay, go do that. Please go do that. If not, we must literally distract our mind. Distract our mind from thinking about it. Whatever that means. So whether it means focusing on something in the present moment, looking around for something that's beautiful and describing it. Or whether that means, you know, going for a run or doing some jumping jacks. Maybe that means diving into a book. If you can't get your mind to stop thinking about it, you need to just find a distraction. Because when we continue to dwell on this thing is when we continue to build ourselves a self-made prison brick by brick. And so, once again, when we are finding ourselves in a perceived negative situation, you must ask yourself the question, is there anything I can do to change this right now? Yes or no? If yes, go do that. (laughs) If no, if there's nothing you can do, it's happened in the past, it's already happened, things are done, then you must acknowledge that. You must acknowledge that there's this crappy thing in your life that you don't love, but it's there. Acknowledge it. And then you have to accept it as if you'd chosen it. Say, I choose blank. Or say, all right, this is what's happening. I'm down. Let's go. And then three, you must release the attachment to what should have, could have, would have been. And it's a simple three-step process. And yet, I understand it's not easy. But the more you practice it, the more you recognize when you are having trouble letting go of something, and the more you try to put these in motion, I promise you, the more you practice this, the more easier it will become. Because I have been practicing this for a very long time now, and it freaking works wonders. And I have always said it to my friends when they're in a situation, you know, like, all right, so let's acknowledge that da 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 They're like, oh, Candace. But then I often have friends coming back to me afterwards being like, wait, what was that you said? Acknowledge. I'm like, yeah, acknowledge, accept, release. Acknowledge, accept, release. Right? If you can change it, change it. If you can't, we must go through this process because holding on to these things is only hurting you. 
And I want you to remember that letting go of these things does not take a lifetime. It does not take a decade. It does not take five years. We can choose to simply let go in the moment. And again, like I said, there's so much more about this topic inside of my book, Get Out of Your Head and Into Your Life. And you can go sign up for notifications or to pre-order or order the book at Candice James forward, sorry, CandiceJames.com forward slash book and uh, dive far more into all of this goodness. Also, any questions, any comments, I want to see how this works for you. So tag me on Instagram at CandiceJames.kj. And I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Did you know the number one thing holding people back from achieving their dreams and living their best life is their own mind? Or more specifically, the fears that your mind has created. I believe that in order to live your best life, you've got to feel the fear and do it anyway. That's why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Find Your Courage. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the powerful human you were meant to be. So you can finally live a life of fulfillment, passion, and joy. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit CandiceJames.com forward slash courage, and we can get started right now.